I am totally hooked on Hawaii now. I think my order of vacations at this point. Actually, I should ask Sam this question. Sam, order out for me. Cruising, Aulani, Disneyland, Disney World. This is such an unfair question. <laughs> Hey, DCL Duo fans, we want to take a minute to thank our amazing sponsors over at Touring Plans Travel. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacations and love the experience and service we get from our travel specialist at Touring Plans Travel and know you will too. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacation, Disney vacation, or really any cruise or land-based vacation, head over to touringplans.com travel for a free quote. Let them know that the DCL Duo sent you to help support our show, but we're confident that you are going to have the same great experience that we do when we use Touring Plans Travel. So thanks Touring Plans Travel for sponsoring the show and now on to our episode. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's special episode of the DCL Duo Podcast. And I say special because we are coming to you live from our Polynesian Recording Studios next to the Kids Splash Play Area in Cabana Number 2 at Disney's Aulani Resort this week. So this is our first set of impressions. We are not recording the day we arrived. We've waited a couple days, did a little pool time. It's not as busy here as at Disneyland where we feel like we need to record every day. We can remember things a little bit better. But day three of our vacation, we're ready to give some first impressions impressions. I'm going to start with the most important member of our traveling party. That is our son, Nathan. Nathan, what is your favorite thing about Elani so far? The kids' splash pad. And what do you like most about the kids' splash pad? It has lots of water and water slides. Nice. And what do you think about our room, buddy? What do you think about our room that we're staying in? I think it's good. It's good. What do you like about our room the most? Anything you like the most? The bed that comes out of the drawer. Oh, you mean the bed that comes off the wall? Yeah. And buddy, what are you most looking forward to doing this week? Going to the beach and seeing Miss Chandler. Ah, okay. And by Miss Chandler, she's a new character for everyone out there. She is Nathan's nanny or old nanny who we have invited to come and join us on this trip uh, as a thank you to her for saving our family during the pandemic. She uh, she really pitched in to help out uh, when we needed childcare. And so, Nathan, do you want to say anything else about Alani before you head back to the pool? No, I don't have anything to say. All right. Well, you go have fun. We're going to sit here and talk about first impressions to mommy and daddy. All right. So those were Nathan's first impressions. Short to the point. All right. So let's let's start. We did our Alani planning episode. So we're not going to talk about kind of the planning aspect of it, but let's start with our travel day. We flew Alaska Airlines here from Seattle. So look, we have it easier than some folks out there on the East Coast. It's just a six hour flight out from Seattle, which is, you know, not terribly long for us. We fly that to get between Orlando and Seattle all the time. But Sam, what did you think about the travel day experience in general? I had I had one thought, but uh, what did you think of the travel day? The travel day was tougher than I expected. Um, things at the Seattle airport just took a lot longer, I think, than we had anticipated. Getting through the bag drop was a little bit took a little bit longer. Then getting through the pre-check to Hawaii thing w- took longer than we expected. It was just a, a separate line from bag check, so we had to go through two different lines. It was kind of silly that you know we had done all this stuff online, but then they needed to do everything. It seems like almost over again in the airport. And what I'm talking about is the vaccination check and the 
test check. Yeah. So the the one difficulty we encounter, just to set this up, we are both TSA pre-check because we are Nexus Pass members living so close to uh, Canada. We have a Nexus Pass to sail back and forth between the border pretty easily. So we get TSA pre-check through that, but we're also clear. And so using clear plus TSA pre-check, I have been able to pull up to the airport before and like door to door from our house to the gate in an hour. And I don't like waiting around the airport. We don't like waiting around the airport a ton, especially with Nathan, because he just gets bored really quickly. And so we're used to a pretty smooth airport experience. And this was super long lines for bag check, a long line that was really slow for the Hawaii pre-clear process. And as Sam said, we had done everything online, but then we had to wait for an agent to basically recheck everything. And then there was this oddity too, where Hawaii emailed us our QR code, supposedly for the trip, but then at the gate, agent was telling us basically, nope, if you use that QR code, you'll be quarantined when you arrive. You have to log into the website, use the QR code that's on the website. And so we did all that and it it worked out, but it was a lot longer process. And we ended up getting to the boarding gate, like right as they were boarding, which meant we didn't, we, we had sort of reserved some time to grab some food and maybe some snacks and things for the flight. And instead we got on board and uh, basically or toughed it out with what we had, what we had brought. So uh, flight here was great. Uh, process at the Hawaii airport was fun. I got us a little special greeting at the airport, Sam. What, uh, what, what do we do at the airport? We got laid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I mean by that is we got a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian lay greeting, meaning we got the flower necklaces. Brian had gotten us a premium uh, version of the Hawaiian lay necklaces, meaning they are basically covered in what I think are orchids. They were gorgeous. And so the woman was there with a sign to meet us over by baggage claim. And she gave us our lays, you know, one for each of us and one for Nathan. And then she actually escorted us to the to the rental car area. And she had a cart even. So she was able to wheel a couple of our bags, even though we were perfectly fine to do that ourselves. Anyway, so... It was a pretty easy process once we got here to Hawaii. We had to wait for our bags a little bit, go get our rental car, and then we were off to Elani Resort. Yeah, and uh, drive here, fine. Got to the resort. Rental car was fine. Um, and, you know, pulled up to the resort. Sam, what did you think of the uh, the approach up to the resort once we got here? Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, the entryway driveway really nice with the foliage really nice to sort of enter this koalina bay area which has you know obviously several luxury resorts so it was a really nice trip i expected it to be longer from the airport we even did a stop on the way to grab some lunch and stop at target in Kapolei, but it was really much quicker than i was expecting yeah so we stopped and got some provisions and then got here and um you know, the check-in process was super smooth. I thought it was a little nice touch. The valet, as I got out of the car, he's like, are you a DVC member? He said, yeah. I said, okay, we're going to hold the car right here. You come back, self, self-park. We don't charge you. My experience at other DVC resorts is not always that they're quick to remind you not to pay the valet fee every night. So I thought that was, thought that was nice. What did you think walking into the, uh, the grand lobby at Alani? Oh, amazing. When you see that kind of balcony lookout that you see this like red rock behind you, what you don't realize is it's actually the water slide red rock, but it's just this gorgeous view and the ocean behind it. It's amazing. We need to go back out there to take a nice family photo, but it's really a perfect spot. And the lobby is is grand. It's beautiful. It's Hawaiian themed. There's not like Disney IP, you know, all over the place. It's more Hawaiian themed stuff. 
Yeah, I, I think it's really understated here. It's just really sort of more that Polynesian kind of theming, and it's uh, it's really nice. So got into our room. I thought that I want to say I thought the lobby was amazing as well. I mean, it is grand entry on the on par with you know Wilderness Lodge or the Grand California, and it is just absolutely gorgeous. Joe Rody at his best, I think, uh, is uh, is definitely Alani. Check in process was really smooth. Again, they had to check our QR codes again to make sure that we had you know satisfied all the uh, uh, pass requirements. And uh, I just to go back for a second on Alaska Airlines. The nice thing was we did a pre check at the airport, so when we got here, we had wristbands, and as long as you could show those wristbands, you kind of just got off the plane like normal and went to baggage claim. Without the wristband, you had to go through kind of the check process here in Hawaii. Got into the room, Sam, staying in a two-bedroom villa because we have Nathan's nanny joining us uh, later today. What do you think of the the room? I, I saw some comments online. These rooms were getting a little tired, a little dated. What do you think? I would say the room looked great to me. I mean, it's really large. Uh, obviously, we have a two-bedroom. It's actually a two-bedroom lock-off. So one of the bedrooms is basically its own studio plus like a one bedroom. I, it was looked really nice to me. I mean, there there was one drawer I think you had noticed was broken so it wouldn't close all the way in uh, one of the dressers. But other than that, everything looked like it was in good shape. It did not look super worn or anything like that. It looked like a, your typical deluxe hotel. Yeah. So I think the uh, the resort room is is great. Great. We've got great view of the ocean. I've been taking some time lapses up there to throw up on the vlog at some point. Great view of the resort. Uh, room is spacious. Plenty of room for the four of us for the week. You could easily get a few more people in there, I think, uh, comfortably. Really nice. The the kitchen is fully stocked, which uh, I don't know. I've seen a DVC st- kitchen stocked with a rice cooker before, but that probably goes back to Alani's desire to attract some folks from the Asian market over to the resort. So the uh, room is great. Uh, been fantastic. Sam, we've mostly been in a cabana by the pool now so we arrival day we just kind of hung out went across the street grabbed dinner uh actually we should we should start there uh thanks to listener suggestions and some other suggestions we got first night we went over to dinner at monkey pod and hit up the uh fantastic abc store over there uh but sam what did you think of monkey pod my pizza kalua pork and pineapple was delicious I liked the atmosphere. It was a casual, family-friendly restaurant. Good air circulation. It's not... It's I would say it's kind of like an outdoor-indoor feel. It's like the entire restaurant is open air. It's like a lanai, I would say. Yeah. And so... But it had, you know, good air circulation in there, so it wasn't too hot. They had actually a musician singing and playing guitar. He was wonderful. I mean, he finished his set during probably the middle of our dinner, but we listened to him as we were waiting for a table. It took, what, 20 to 30 minutes to get a table. Yeah, it was about 30 minutes to get a table. And they give you one of those little vibrating coaster things. And they said, you can wander around anywhere in the shopping area and we'll get you. I agree with the singer. We heard a little bit of a Hawaiian rendition of uh, You Shook Me All Night Long, which I was listening to. It was... uh, it was really good. I had a fish sandwich, a fresh fish sandwich that was fantastic. Um, Nathan's burger was uh, good. He, he seemed to enjoy it. Uh, and I love that it's just like a five, six minute walk from Aulani over to that shopping area where you've got the ABC store, you got Monkey Pod, uh, a couple other shops. And then across the street, actually, you got a pizza place that we ate at last night. We'll talk about in a second. And a Tiny Bahama store. There's a poke place in there. Uh, there's a Mexican restaurant that's closed. I'd be interested to try the Mexican restaurant perhaps one time. It looks kind of like a nice little spot to grab a family meal, but love that that shopping center is so close. As I said earlier, we've been spending most of our time by the kids' splash area and in the pool. Sam tried out the Rainbow Reef. We did the Lazy River. 
uh, and we've been in a cabana. Sam, let's start in the beginning. What do, what do you what have you thought about the cabanas thus far? Are they worth it? You know I love a cabana. I'm always going to say a cabana is worth it. I love the shade and the privacy and, you know, the stuff that's included, which is water, fruit platter, sunscreen, a dessert platter at the end. Uh, you get the waiter, waitress service directly to you. You just press a button and then they're here within about five minutes. The reason I love this cabana and the reason we requested, this is the Menahuni Bridge Area Cabana. There's only two cabanas over here, but it's right next to this. Menahuni Bridge Area is the splash pad. So that's where Nathan really likes to hang out. Um, we kind of knew that coming in because he's not a swimmer but he loves the water and so this is exactly this is exactly his thing yeah i so the cabana is nice i i view it as as uh, kind of like a cabana in vegas essentially i mean that's what you're paying the price of i thought the service has been excellent so far you know totally not necessary. this is totally a splurge it is not necessary we've seen lots of uh, open chairs i will say the particular cabana we have over by the kids splash pad area uh, if you're looking to relax and get an ocean view by the beach and you're just some adults, not the spot for you. It's right up against the kids' plas- splash pad area. So, you know, you're going to get kids and screaming and all that sort of sun. But it's perfect for us to be able to just kind of watch him play in the splash pad area while we're relaxing, enjoying getting some drinks. Sam, we tried out the Lazy River yesterday. I think it was a little too lazy what do you think (laughs) i you know i liked it but you're right there were parts where you kind of get stuck because the current isn't moving quite fast enough i like it because it gives you a really nice view all around the resort it goes kind of all around this pool area um so i enjoyed it but it is a little bit on the too lazy side it would be a little bit better if the current just moved just a little bit more yeah, my favorite lazy river ever is at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, and that thing moves. And so if you get in a you know a inner tube, you're going to move around it. You can bring your drink with you in the Vegas one, uh, and you just kind of sit in there and lounge all day. So it's great. Uh, Sam, you tried the snorkel, the Rainbow Reef. I have not tried it yet. What did you think about Rainbow Reef? I loved it because I'm kind of afraid to do snorkeling out in the open water because I have sharks and all that kind of stuff. And this is nice because it's not open water. It's clearly, though, natural salt water. It's they pack it with like a thousand different fish. It's beautiful. It's small, I would say. It's not a huge area to go snorkeling in. So if you're a real uh, avid snorkeler, you're probably going to be want to go out on a catamaran boat on an excursion to kind of do that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really nice. I ended up getting the week pass instead of just the day pass. The day pass was $25. The length of stay pass is $45. So as long as you're going twice, it's paying for itself. And you get a DVC discount. Yes. Yeah, so total with tax, my full length of stay Rainbow Reef pass was $42 and change. Yeah, so I'm going to try the Rainbow Reef out, I think, later today. I think we're hoping to get down to the beach at some point. So we'll be exiting the cabana probably uh, probably after today. Uh, may come back later in the week, but we also want to explore Oahu. Sam, you tried out the spa. I also have not tried out the spa. I'm not sure if I will this trip. I have a treatment booked, but I'm kind of debating whether or not we free up that time to do some more sightseeing. Um, I don't always find relaxation in the spa. I'll just put it that way. But Sam, what did you think? You had a pedicure yesterday. What did you think? It was excellent. I was only in sort of the nail room area, so I haven't 
gotten to check out the entire spa um, and I'll get to check out more of the spa today and the hydrotherapy area today because I'm going for a massage. But my pedicurist or my nail technician was wonderful. She was very friendly. She gave me some tips on where to get poke. Apparently, the locals go to get poke at Foodland, which is the grocery store chain. Um, she said great selection, reasonable price, and that's where the locals get it from typically. So I'm excited for that tip. Yeah, I also got to say the ABC store across the street has some amazing looking food in its deli. So if you're looking for a way to you know grab some stuff to bring with you to the pool for lunch or just a kind of quick bite to eat in your room. I think they got a really nice selection over there of stuff. Uh, so that's a good spot as well. Sam's going to try out the spa a little bit more later today. We'll see if I head over there or not. I think the last thing to talk about is just dinner last night. We checked out a New York pizzeria, of all things, on the island of Oahu. Again, it's right across the street, six-minute walk. So yeah, thus far, what we have found here that we can't get in Seattle, Dunkin' Donuts, Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers, we have to fly all the way to Anaheim to get, and a decent New York pizzeria, I thought, with some uh, some lovely garlic knots that rivaled uh, what you might get in a real new york pizzeria so uh, i'll just say it's called pizza corner i think it's pretty traditional new york style pizzas uh really super casual place they have a couple you know they had a hawaiian pizza they had a kalua pork pizza i thought it was pretty good i think sam enjoyed it too much food for the three of us we ended up bringing half the pizza home i think so we've got uh you know got lunch one day this week probably in that pizza but yeah it's a good spot it's a fun spot Sam, what are you most looking forward to out of the rest of the week? And then we can check back in on it later. Okay, but first I need to comment about those garlic knots at Pizza Corner because the garlic knots, I I can't get garlic knots in Seattle. And the garlic knots were on point. So shout out to Pizza Corner for having on point amazing garlic knots. Okay, what am I looking forward to for the rest of the week? I'm looking forward to some beach time. We haven't really spent any time at the beach quite yet because we've got this beautiful cabana here at the splash pad area. I'm really looking forward to dinner at uh, the fish ha- Michael Mina's fish house over next door at the Four Seasons. We did take a walk through the Four Seasons lobby yesterday just to kind of check it out and check out their pool area. Actually, two days ago. It was on arrival day when we walked over. Yeah, it was two days ago. I, I found the Four Seasons to be... It looked very nice. Not look super family-friendly. I'll just say that. Uh, it looked like high-end, like real housewives of orange county kind of stuff going on over there uh but i am looking forward i do appreciate that they have a michael mina restaurant and i am looking forward to checking out some casual michael mina dining so yeah we'll have to give you our review of that later in the week yeah that resort everything was like perfect beautiful white it's very different than alani alani feels more hawaiian themed feels more family uh friendly and that feels very uh, Miami Beach. Uh, Miami Beach, right. High-end luxury. Um, it, it's beautiful, though, I must say. If I was coming here for an adults-only trip, I would certainly consider staying over there because you get the same great beach access, although you don't have the same kind of pools. There's a million pools here at Aulani. Uh, I want to check out a few of those. Uh, we haven't really checked out the pools too much because, again, Nathan doesn't swim, but there's a ton here. Yeah, so lots more to experience. I don't think we're even going to get to you know a, a half of what Elani offers in our short stay this week. I'm going to reserve judgment on whether or not I would come back for the end of the stay. I lean toward yes right now, but I always like to give a place a thorough vetting before I say, yeah, I can't wait to be back here. I will say the cabana experience, the pool experience, and the resort experience are about as close to being on a Disney cruise on land that I have come 
so far. The cabana rivals being on the family beach cabana for sure. I think there's probably some cabanas and other experiences here that would, would give you that Serenity Bay kind of feel. I would love to be back at the resort potentially down the line when more things are open. I will say we should just comment real quickly. I, you know, the COVID protocols here feel totally appropriate and not onerous. And, you know, throwing on a mask to go indoors is really no big deal. We have seen a few people who have been flouting the masking requirement, not wearing masks inside. Um, you know, you're supposed to wear masks in the elevator or, you know, really limit your parties in the elevator. Some people trying to push into elevators, things like that. So that's a little frustrating. I, you know, not much Disney can, can do there. It's really on us to say something if we're not comfortable. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, I think great compliance here, feeling very safe uh, so far. So, yeah, loving it. We'll check back in with everybody down the line. We're probably not going to record every day or else this podcast will be four hours long. Uh, but uh, we've got some fun experiences geared up for the rest of the week based on all of the listener feedback we got and suggestions. So more to come. See you soon. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's day four of our trip. Day five since we arrived at our fourth full day. And we are coming to you live from the beach right out in front of Alani, beautiful bay here with uh, very blue water. Nathan's playing with some sand toys that uh, Sam bought him at the Volcanic Reef Shop or something. Oh, the Lava Shack. Well, you know, same difference. (laughs) Anyway, uh, wanted to recap a couple days here. So uh, wanted Sam to start. She had a spa experience, not yesterday, but the day before. And so Sam wanted to share her spa experience with you. So Sam, what what do you got to say about the spa? So I'll start with, um, I mentioned on our last uh, portion, I had gotten a pedicure, but a couple of days ago, I actually went to back to the spa to get a massage, a hot stone massage. And I wanted to report back on that because not only was the hot stone massage delightful, relaxing, wonderful, but there's also a bunch of stuff that I didn't know about the spa. Uh, one is that when you first get there, they give you like this tour of the hallway and this tour of this sort of water feature in the middle. And they also have you pick a stone and the stone is a particular trait. And mine was strength. And then I got to make a wish and put the stone into this water feature thing. So that was kind of a, a lovely way to start the spa experience. They also show you around into the hydrotherapy area. The hydrotherapy area is kind of an outdoor area that's co-ed with a bunch of uh, like dunking pools uh, and, and spas that are warm. And then there's one that's cold. And then there's also these like, I'll call them rainforest type showers, but there's, I think maybe six of them and they have different spouts. And so they come down uh, as like a shower or they come down as like a spout, like from a sink or they spray at you from different directions. Anyway, really nice. I would highly recommend that if you're going to the spa for a treatment like I was a massage, get there as they recommend an hour before or spend maybe an hour or so after, but enjoy the hydrotherapy area. You bring your bathing suit so that you can go into the hot tubs because it is a co-ed area. So you're expected to wear a bathing suit in that area. And then there's some relaxation loungers. Those are first come, first serve. The only negative about that area is that you can only use it if you are there for a spa treatment and not just a nail treatment, but a, you know, some kind of massage or, or similar 
your body wrap or something like that kind of a treatment. But it was a really lovely experience, really enjoyed it. And I would highly recommend the spa and the hydrotherapy area there as well. Yeah. And I'll actually say the negative sounds like a positive to me because it's limiting the number of people in there. So it's it's sort of like the uh, new pricing on the Disney Dream for the Rainforest Room, 170 something dollars for a half hour. So you got to you know, you got to pay 100 something dollars for a massage in order to enjoy the uh, enjoy the spa experience there or the Rainforest Room like experience, the hydrotherapy room, I guess. Well, um, so on our second day, we actually lucked out, got another cabana. I think we mentioned that in the last uh, the last update. Uh, so that was nice. We spent another day by the pool and the kids' splash play area. Uh, went down the water slide, which uh, was a lot of fun as well. Uh, Nathan went down it. He said he would might do it again another day, but <laughs> was not too amused when the water got up his nose at the end of the slide. But he still had fun. We went down an inner tube. I have to go back and check out the body slide version of the slide, which I plan to do. So I plan to take another trip down both slides if I can. Did a little bit of a trip down the lazy river, but not too far. That river remains too lazy for me. But yeah, so we're hoping to check out some more of the pools down the line today. We're spending time by the beach so that Nathan can play in the sand. On Monday night, we had a new member of our party join us. Uh, So Chandler came along on Monday evening and joined us. And then we all went to dinner at Roy's. And so uh, Roy's was recommended to us. Sam, what did you think of Roy's? I thought it was in part the quintessential golf club experience. But What did you think about Roy's? Well, to start, Roy's is at the Koalina Golf Club. So it's really, really close. It's probably about a 10 minute walk from the Alani Resort. We happened to drive because we didn't realize how close it was. It's a seafood restaurant. It's been, Roy's has been open for a very, very, very long time. So they have dishes on the menu that are from when they first opened, including some uh, chicken egg rolls and some, a bunch of other. The canoe for two. <laughs> yeah, the canoe for two has a bunch of different uh, ahi tuna and um, the chicken egg rolls and I think the calbee short ribs and things like that. So we didn't get that, but we got a couple of appetizers. Um, it's very seafood focused, although they have plenty of meat dishes on the menu as well for those who are not big fish eaters. But I got the, I forget what it was called, but like a seafood platter type of a thing where I got one scallop, a couple shrimp, a lobster tail, uh, seafood treasures. Yeah. So I, and then I had, I think it was opaka paka um, uh, fish. So it was really wonderful. I got to taste basically four different types of fish in my dish. So my dinner was really delicious. We did order a dessert to share. It was a pineapple upside down cake. It came with vanilla ice cream. And Nathan's dinner came with a ice cream scoop in between two cookies. So a little ice cream sandwich. Dessert was also fantastic. Uh, Roy's is known for their chocolate souffles, but we just weren't in a chocolate mood. And pineapple upside down cake is, of course, a Hawaiian favorite as well. So we went for that. Uh, All in all, I thought Roy's was great. They had a nice kids menu that catered to the young ones uh, so they didn't have to order off of our kind of fancier seafood menu. Really good food, really nice atmosphere, a little bit pricey. Um... Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I, I thought it was the food was excellent. I had the not the butterfish. I had the macadamia nut crusted fish, which is from the original menu, and I thought it was delicious. I also started off with some hamachi. I think it was, which was also really uh, delicious. It was a hamachi crudo. I thought it was really good. I think the two negatives for me for Roy's one was I didn't think the service was really that great. To be perfectly honest, 
our waiter was kind of nowhere to be found for large portions of the meal. We had our guest uh, ordered something that came out not the way that she had ordered it after having a long discussion with the waiter at ordering about how she wanted it cooked when she ordered it. And so anyway, I just the service just was kind of lackluster for me as compared to some of the service we've gotten at other restaurants here. Uh, but the food was delicious and uh, the price was was steep, but I think the price was justified for the quality of the food we got. I will say on the plus side, though, casual atmosphere, which I really appreciate when you're on vacation, that you can go have a nice meal but not have to get dressed up for it. Also, I thought they did an excellent job with the kids. Like they were they were kid friendly, even though it was a really nice restaurant. Like they asked us if we wanted our son's food up front. Um, he got several you know plates of food, so you know good variety of stuff. So I I thought that that was uh, I thought that, that was a nice touch. So dinner at Roy's I think was good. I'd I'd go back. I'd give it another try. I think we're Maybe next time we come, we'll, we'll give Hialeah Joe's a try on the other the North Shore of the island. We looked at going this time around, just can't really fit it in. And it seems to have a similar kind of menu to Roy's. Different, but similar. So we might try to give that, that one a try. But speaking of the North Shore, yesterday... After several listeners and unsolicited bathroom discussions at Sam had, actually, I think at Roy's, uh, we did the Grand Tour uh, Shaka Guide Tour. So lots of people recommended the Shaka Guide. We did not make it all the way through the tour. We still have the Honolulu portion of the tour that we'll probably you know try to do tomorrow or Friday just so we can go into Honolulu. I'd like to see Waikiki Beach and, and Honolulu. But we did the rest of the island. It was a long day. It was a long day. We started at 9.30 in the morning. We did not get back to the hotel until 5.30 in the evening. I think we only stopped maybe six times. I would say it was a it was a good way to see the island and drive around the island and really get a sense of it. I would say outside of Honolulu, most of the stops felt like stop at this beach, get a photo or go snorkeling or sit on the beach for a while. And we really didn't make those stops. We really didn't make many of those stops. We did for really cool photo ops and it still took us until 5.30. But did have a couple highlights. Let's start with... Uh, let's, let's start with seeing what was... Uh, Oh, Sam is motioning to me because she wants to say something. So, Sam, what was your impression of the Shaka Guide tour? I would say overall it was a really good tour, but they lie on how much time it takes. They said if you didn't do any stops, it would take three hours to do the whole tour. Um, And then if you added in stops, just add the amount of time that you stopped. I would say that there's no way anyone could do that tour in three hours. Yeah, part of that was traffic. I will say island traffic here has been really a nightmare. Um, And it's a lot of two lane roads once you're outside of Honolulu, one lane in each direction and with construction or beach stops or whatever it is, like the traffic just backs up. And so it's been really slow traffic. Uh, so I think that was part of it. I think if there was no traffic, their estimate probably would have been right. I will say the Shaka guy was really good at the turn-by-turn directions. We did not have to check our map because he was all over telling us when we needed to turn, what lane we needed to be in. So I thought that was super helpful for like a guided driving tour. To remember, I think the first place we stopped was probably Chinaman's Hat. Is that right? Near, what's the name of the ranch? Kaloga Ranch? Something like that. We're going back there. I will say beyond being a uh, racist uh, name, it was it was an extremely beautiful stop. What did you think, Sam? Yeah, I thought that was super picturesque. It was super picturesque. It was a beautiful beach, very large beach, public restrooms available, easy parking available. I thought that was an excellent stop. Yeah. And then we we stopped at another, I don't remember the name of it, but it was a point that had um, like a sea arch out on the ledge. Oh, Lizard's Tail, Sam is saying. So we stopped there and got some great video and photos and such. So that was a cool stop for its views. We drove by Turtle Beach. We drove by Sunset 
Beach. Um, we really didn't stop many places. I think we're going to try to go back to Turtle Beach tomorrow or Friday, depending, uh, so we can see some of the sea turtles. Sunset Beach was nice. There wasn't big waves or anything, so not lots of surfers out, which is, I think, what it's known for. We did make a stop in, I don't know if it's in North Shore, but we did stop at Masamoto's Shave Ice. And uh, Okay, Sam's correcting me, so I'm going to let her say it. Hailewa. I don't know. Whatever. I can't pronounce it. Anyway, we stopped there for Masamoto Shave Ice. I will say, when we first rolled up, the line looked like something for uh, <laughs> opening day of Ratatouille or something. Uh, and I said, no way this Shave Ice is worth that wait. We decided we're here. When are we ever going to be back? Let's just wait in the line. Nathan really wanted Shave Ice. We decided to give it a go. And amazing. Now, I have not compared it to what is available here at Alani, So I am going to get a shave ice this afternoon at Alani. try to get it as similar to the shave ice I got at Masamoto's and do a comparison. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the, the line was worth the, uh, or the weight was worth the, uh, the payoff there. But Sam, what did you think of Masamoto's shave ice? One word, delicious. There you go. Short and to the point. So yeah, cool little stop there for Shave Ice. We did not stop at the Dole Plantation. Um, I I have been to Lanai, the Dole Pineapple Island, when I was a kid. And uh, it was a cool stop. And it was late in the day. And from what we've heard, once it gets too late in the day for the Dole Plantation, it's just it's just a mess. The train tickets are sold out. The lines are out the door for the Dole Whip. And uh, we can get Dole Whip here at Alani. So I don't know that we're going to make it over to the Dole Plantation, to be perfectly honest. It sounds a little too touristy for us. Uh, we like kind of hit local places. And so uh, we, we, we try to stick to that whenever we can when we travel. So anyway, we have to make it back into Honolulu to check that out. Uh, and so I hope we'll get that done maybe tomorrow or Friday. Get the rest of the day today at the beach. Dinner tonight at Mina's Fish House. And Sam is motioning to the pink box that's sitting on the chair next to us because this morning I did get up early to go to Leonard's Malasadas. I went to the Malasada mobile truck, which is a recommendation from several folks to skip the one that was in downtown Honolulu because the lines are long and it paid off because the mobile truck had zero line when I showed up. And when I left, there was probably five or six people in line. So it was not even long if you had to wait. And the malasadas were hot, fresh, and delicious. We tried the cinnamon sugar malasadas. We tried the powdered sugar malasadas. And I got one each of the custard-filled, coconut-filled, and chocolate-filled. I did not get to taste the custard or coconut, but I hear reports that they were delicious. The chocolate was delicious. The cinnamon sugar was delicious. I'm not a big fan of the powdered sugar, but that's just me. Um, uh, I think Sam enjoyed the powdered sugar. What did you think of Leonard's malasada, Sam? Amazing. She's shortened to the point today, people. This is this is a rarity. Uh, all right. All right. I totally forgot. I wanted to get Nathan's impressions of our tour the other day. In particular, Nathan, what did you think of your shave ice treat? It was good. Like, really good. Really, really good? What flavors did you get? Strawberry, watermelon, and lemonade. And which was your favorite flavor? Lemonade. And what are you thinking about the beach today? Are you enjoying the beach? Mm-hmm. A man, a few words. Yeah. Do you want to get another shave ice today? Uh-huh. You want to try one from Alani with Mickey ears on it? Okay. What flavor do you think you'll get today? I'm guessing same as yesterday. What if they don't have lemonade? What are you going to get then? I'm, I meant like all three. Oh, you want all three again? Watermelon, lemonade, and strawberry? Do you want Mickey ears on your on your shave ice? No, I'm, I'm okay with it just being normal. All right. Well, there you go. Go back to the beach and play. There's Nathan's impressions of shave ice. Well, that's it for now. We are going to enjoy our beach day today. We will check back in and, you know, tomorrow or the next day and let you know how things are going. And uh, yeah, more to come. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's our last day at Alani. We are coming to you from our 
beachside recording studios at Alani. <laughs> so uh, one last day in paradise for us before we fly home tomorrow. We don't have an early flight, but uh, 11 o'clock. So we're not going to be able to do really much of anything before we go. I think when we last left off, we had uh, reviewed our Shaka tour and we were sitting by the beach on our first beach day. Not really much happened that day, right? So you know, I can't think of anything that was really happening other than relaxation and maybe some pizza that night. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, I did. So we did some snorkeling in the ocean. You had tried to do some paddle boarding, but they shut down the paddle boarding early because of winds and just had a great time playing in the sand. Then we grabbed some pizza from Olu's Cafe. They do um, really made to order family pizza. So we grabbed two of those. I would say pizza was okay, not great pizza, not terrible. Um, but actually, the price was pretty good considering how much food it was. So that was that was it really for that day. On the next day, we decided to go into Honolulu because we had a recommendation from John. You might remember from our show talking about Alani trip planning to do an ATV tour out at Kailua Ranch or Kailua Ranch. I can't I never pronounce it right. So we decided to go into Honolulu. And Sam, what was it like getting into Honolulu? Well, first, Brian... Nathan and I spent the morning at the splash pad, just kind of relaxing for a couple of hours before we left Aulani at about 1130. Traffic getting into Honolulu. Traffic on this island is really just terrible overall. So there was traffic getting into Honolulu. It took us about an hour to get in. Parking was difficult to find. We ended up doing just paid parking at one of the downtown Waikiki hotels. Yeah, that parking was actually pretty good. It was like $12 for nine hours valet. So I I have no idea where that was, but the if that's the parking situation in Oahu, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was at a, a Hilton vacation club or something like that resort at Waikiki. Anyway, we walked over to Waikiki Beach and walked up to get a table for lunch at Duke's, which is a famous restaurant uh, from a named after a famous surfer who surfed the longest known or the bit no the longest, uh, longest and biggest wave in Waikiki was one and one eighth mile long. Anyway, so we grabbed lunch there. Lunch was actually really, really good, but it just took a long time because we had to wait, I don't know, maybe 45, 50 minutes for our table. And then, you know, food was not super, super fast. But we you and I both had the same burger. It was like a mango barbecue bacon burger and it was delicious. Yeah, although to be fair, I had the real mango barbecue bacon burger because Sam had like half the toppings removed from her burger. <laughs> it was it was a delicious burger. And we were also introduced to that day to a Maui seltzer. And so if you're looking for a really delicious seltzer, we had a Pog seltzer, a hard seltzer uh, that we ended up finding at the ABC store and buying some for our room. Uh, we've been drinking them steadily. They are a delicious and refreshing be- adult beverage. So yeah. Oh, Target. Sam's correcting me. Target. She found it at Target, but it's a delicious and refreshing adult beverage. After Dukes, we decided to head to our ATV tour. I did get some video of Waikiki Beach. Wouldn't recommend going to Waikiki Beach. It was crowded to say the least, but did get some good video of Waikiki Beach. And then we headed out to our ATV tour where we hit the biggest snag of the trip, which was Brian did not read the directions closely enough that we needed to be at the ATV tour 45 minutes in advance. And instead, we were running about on time for the ATV tour. Um, when We got a phone call from them saying that because we weren't there, we weren't going to be able to go because we were supposed to be there 45 minutes early. So they have issued us a gift certificate good for the ATV tour that will expire in two years. So now we have a definite reason to come back to Alani in the next two years because got an ATV tour for four. 
So anyway, did not get to experience the ATV tour, which is kind of a bummer because we wasted a lot of time just driving and in traffic on the island to get back to the hotel then. So then we got back to the hotel when we had, you know what, Sam, we messed up. We had pizza that night when we got back. We decided we'd have pizza uh, when we got back just to chill and relax in the room. It was the night before we didn't have pizza. We went to Mina's Fish House at the Four Seasons, which by all accounts was a major highlight of the trip for you. So you want to talk about Mina's Fish House a little bit? Oh my God, you guys, this is like one of my favorite restaurants now ever. Atmosphere was amazing. The food was fantastic. Our our waitress, shout out to Hui at the Mina's Fish House. Uh, she was wonderful. And we also had really wonderful music when the guy started his set with Into the Mystic, the Van Morrison song. I just knew it was going to be a good night. Uh, but we had a we had two appetizers that we shared. We had a uh, Kona lobster tail. That it was actually Kona half lobster, actually, that we shared that was, um, yeah, it was grilled with the end had their famous miso butter sauce on it. It was delicious. And then we also had a smoked marlin dip with taro chips uh, to dip into it. And that was really good as well. Then for dinner, Brian had a, a Branzino, kind of a Indian Mediterranean style. So it had like a curry sauce and some feta cheese and was deep fried and whole fish. And then I had a smaller, a slightly smaller fish similar to Branzino. I can't remember the name of the fish, but I had it like Asian style, which meant like kind of ginger and teriyaki type flavors grilled not fried with over on top of a broccolini and a garlic fried rice was really just a fantastic dish drink oh my drink brian is reminding me i had if can can was the name of my drink it came in a spam can and it was basically a make your own mai tai meaning you could it was a mai tai uh you could pick your liquor i just picked to stick with the traditional rum but it was just really nicely garnished and it came in a, a spam can and if can can is just kind of a hawaii saying if you can you you should kind of a thing anyway i was delicious um and then for dessert we had what i would call a take on a it was something rocher but it was like a take on a for Ferrero Rocher chocolate, all those flavors with the chocolate and the hazelnut and some vanilla ice cream, but it looked like a candy bar rather than those little circular dot things. Anyway, all in all, it was a fantastic meal. I would highly, highly recommend. But what I would also highly, highly recommend is that you get reservations a month or so or more in advance because it it books up very very quickly. The only dinner seating we could get was at five fifteen. Yeah, and they had a they had a ninety minute limit on the table. That's another thing to uh, to flag. Uh, so if you're looking to go and watch sunset or something like that, I actually thought five fifteen wasn't terrible for that, um, and it worked out pretty well. By the end of dinner, we'd had a few drinks and we're having dessert and. Uh, so I thought the meal was excellent uh, on par with a Michael Mina restaurant. I love that it was a casual atmosphere. You didn't have to show up dressed up for, for dinner. You could. You wouldn't be out of place, but you could also show up in uh, more casual gear. I mean, I would wear probably a collared shirt or an Aloha shirt or something like that, but it was a really good meal. All right. So going back to our... So we got back to the hotel after our detour over to Kahlua Ranch that got uh, got canceled, had some pizza. Next day, we scored another cabana. We've had some really good luck getting cabanas last minute. In fact, as we're sitting by the beach today, we could have had a cabana 
Savannah. I just missed the phone call on my phone this morning while I was uh, while I was out stand up paddle boarding. That was a highlight of the day for me. I actually first time doing paddle boarding and managed to get up on the board twice. Didn't fall off once. That was uh, that was awesome. So it was a lot of fun. But yeah, the next uh, next day after our dinner at Mina's, we had another family cabana over by the splash pad. And Sam, anything remarkable about our our day in the cabana or or that day in particular? Nothing too remarkable about our cabana day there. But that evening we did go to the Kava'a Luau here at Aulani. And it was a really good show. It was longer than I expected. It was actually a three hour about experience. There were bento boxes for your for our food. There was a kids bento for Nathan, our nanny who was with us, our former nanny who is our guest here for this vacation. She actually is not a fan of fish and she told them she had a fish allergy and they gave her bentos that had no fish in it and hers looked really nice. Nathan seemed to really enjoy his food but let's ask Nathan what he liked about the luau. First, Nathan, how was the food at the luau? Awesome. Okay, And tell us, how was the show at the Luau and what, if anything, did you like or dislike about it? I liked the five show. I liked everything. Nothing I disliked. Awesome. Yeah, it was a really fun show. It was the the singers that they had. There were two singers, a male and a female in addition to the sort of backup band. And they were really wonderful. And the dancers were fantastic. I mean, I can't imagine how those ladies move their hips like that. And then the male dancers were excellent as well. And they showed us all the different traditional hula and the tr- and the instruments that they use. And it was just really uh, a fun thing to watch. The fire dancing part was at the very end of the show. So if you um, want to see that, you got to wait the whole three hours, really. Yeah, I thought the luau was excellent. I thought it was a little long, uh, especially for young kids. It's a three-hour experience from seating until end. Uh, and so just, you know, it, it was a lot. Now, Nathan stayed engaged with it, so that was fine. It ultimately worked out, but I thought it was a really long luau in comparison to some others that I've been to. I thought the food was good. The performance was good. We had premium seating. By all accounts, you don't have to have premium seating because they do something special with their luau where they have little stages all up along the middle. So even if you're in the back, you've got kind of a view of at least one dancer at all times. It's really up close. Um, uh, and so I thought that was kind of an interesting way to do it. Overall, great experience at the Luau. Nathan wants to get back to the water. So I want to ask him one quick question before we continue on, because this is our, our last recording of the trip, which is Nathan, favorite part of the trip? Everything. <laughs> Narrow that down. Pick one thing that you really, really liked that you definitely want to do again. The Luau. You want to go back to the Luau, really? What was your favorite between the beach and the splash pad? Beach or splash pad? Beach. <laughs> actually, actually... I can't decide. I like both so much. Nice. What's one thing that you didn't get to do that you want to do next time, Nay? ATV tour. Uh, Daddy screwed up the ATV tour. All right. Nathan, you can head back down to the beach. Go have fun. Go go enjoy your last day. Oh, hold on. Nathan's got one more thing. Um, actually, two things. One, I, I was laughing so much when the waves kept hitting me. And two, I, when I... After the luau, I told my, uh, I would say it was uh, absolutely amazingly, fantastically awesome. All right. Go back to the beach. Go play in the water. All right. So we had the luau last night. It was really fun. Today, we're just uh, hanging out by the beach uh, for one last beach day, one last day in paradise. Don't have anything planned tonight. I think we're going to try and go over to Monkey Pod one more time. We were going to eat Makahiki dinner, but I can tell you what. You think you eat a lot on a cruise. Try eating in Hawaii. My God, we've eaten so much. Um, so we're going to go back over to Monkey Pod, I think, for a lighter meal than the one we were going to get at the one we were going to get at Makahiki. 
Sam, oh yes, Sam is reminding me. We forgot we had a character breakfast yesterday morning. This is what happens. We don't record daily, uh, so we had a character breakfast yesterday morning at Makahiki. Sam, what did you think of the uh, character breakfast? I thought it was kind of okay. This character breakfast, I give it two mess. <laughs> Basically, when you uh, when we got there, we waited a whole I don't know half hour and forty minutes before we got seated. They were having some issue, um, and I we don't know exactly what it was, but it looked like maybe they had to clean something up. Not sure, maybe if somebody got sick or whatnot. But it just was a very long wait first to get in. Then even when we got in, they take you over to get your picture with Mickey and Minnie. So Mickey and Minnie are on a stage behind you. You interact for just a couple minutes you take your pictures and then they have you walk over to where um goofy and pluto are which is like a looks like a little kitchen it looks kind of like goofy's kitchen or chef mickey's and you take a selfie in front of them and then they finally take you to your table and you order off the menu the sort of breads and fruit platter really nice i didn't love my kalua pork omelet it was just like all pork and not much and anything else and the character interaction was just left you know a lot to be desired so for that price, I just did not think that character breakfast was worth it. There are much better character breakfasts at Disney World and Disneyland. And there's a ton of character meet and greets on the Holloway lawn. If you call on the phone for the character line each morning, you can find out which characters you can go meet and take a picture with. Those character interactions were much better and were free or included, obviously, if you're staying here at Aulani versus the character breakfast. So I would recommend just doing the regular breakfast or just grabbing breakfast at Ulu's. Yeah, I thought the character breakfast was okay. The one thing I do like is that they're doing this like sit down, order off the menu breakfast instead of the buffets now. I think that's great and should definitely stay. And so I thought it was great. All right. So as we round out our trip here, we talked about the character breakfast. I think we've hit everything. I mentioned earlier, I did some stand-up paddleboarding today. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, you can rent those down by the beach. DVC discount available. So that was a lot of fun. All right, Sam, the... Uh, quintessential question i guess i guess it's two questions really would you come back and was the vacation worth it in your mind yes and yes this was a really relaxing wonderful family vacation uh i would probably do things differently a second time around a few things like the shaka tour and obviously i would actually go to the get to go to Kualoa Ranch for the ATV Raptor tour. You know, so there's a few things I would do differently. I'd want to maybe go back to Matsumoto's for Shave Ice. But this was a really wonderful family vacation. We had a wonderful time here at the beach, wonderful time on the Lazy River and near the splash pad and in our cabana here in Aulani. You know, some some great meals. It was just a, a wonderful family time. What about you, Brian? Well, hold on. I want to throw a wrinkle into the question, which is if you had to pay Grand Californian prices to stay here and you weren't using DVC points, would you come back? Ooh, that's a really hard question. Probably, I don't know, I might find a beach closer to home because there are some nice beaches on the Oregon coast that you can go to in the summertime that have really nice weather and you can drive there for just you know several hours. And so I might choose something like that if I had to pay in completely in cash because Hawaii is very expensive from a meal standpoint, from an airfare standpoint. And then obviously the Aulani Resort is super expensive. But on DVC points, I think it's a great use of DVC points for us. Yeah, I think outstanding use of DVC points. I would so look. I would definitely come back. I hear Sam on the cost factor of it, but if even if I had to pay cash, I think there's more going on here than at most other resorts that we would go to. So I've been to Maui before with my folks, and we've stayed at you know Marriott style resorts and things like that. Even going to the Four Seasons next door, they've got a pool, and it's not got 
water slides and splash pads and lazy rivers and all of that sort of stuff. So for me, I think that even paying, you know, an exorbitant nightly rate would make sense for this vacation because there's so much to do. There's there's so much you can do, so much we could have done that we didn't do that you can just stay at the resort for like a week and still not get it done. So I think this is a great place for for a fun family vacation. We'll definitely be back. It'll be a few years, I think, but summer 2023, I think we're going to target to come back and maybe bring Sam's sister and her kids uh, and her husband. So really looking forward to being back, actually. So I am totally hooked on Hawaii now. I think my order of vacations at this point... Actually, I should ask Sam this question. Sam, order out for me. Cruising, Aulani, Disneyland, Disney World. This is such an unfair question. (laughs) I'm still going to put cruising as number one. I'm going to probably still put Disneyland as number two. But Aulani is going to beat... Disney World for me. Disney World is just like, you know, it's a long trip for us. It's got to be a, a lot of days. There's like too, there's too much to do. I mean, I love Disney World, but there's just so much to do. And it's like, you always have to be go, go, go. So that's why I'm going to put Elani above Disney World because I can actually have a relaxing vacation and not feel bad about it. All right. I'm going to answer this just slightly differently. So I agree. Cruising remains number one, but I would put Elani at number two. I really like beach vacations. And this is the closest I have come to a land-based version of a Disney Cruise Line cruise. Uh, I'll put Disneyland as number three because it is, I think, far superior to a Walt Disney World vacation in our minds because it's just so much easier to plan. can shoot down for the weekend. Much, much more relaxing. We, just, we, we love visiting Disneyland on long weekends and we do it enough throughout the year that we don't feel like we have to rush around the parks. Whereas going to Disney World is all the planning involved is just too much. So so yeah, that's my order. Cruise Line, Elani, Disneyland, Disney World. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up our episode here. And uh, we've got a vlog post that'll be coming out in the next, uh, I'd say, week or two. We've got tons of video that I'm going to put together into a vlog post. So you can head over there and check out some of our vacation video. Be forewarned, our vlog posts are not going to be like our podcasts. We are not going to do these like in-depth talking head reviews of Elani with video and all that sort of stuff. They're going to be much more sort of quick take and uh, just, you know, fun video, visually interesting stuff. So head over there, check it out in a couple weeks. We'll let you know when it gets posted. But uh, for now, signing off from our Paradise Recording Studios beachside at Aulani. We will see you next time. Well, as you can probably tell, we had a fabulous time at Alani on our vacation. Just really great family vacation and trip. Really relaxing. Lots of fun. Lots to do. Uh, We had so much fun, in fact, that we rebooked a planned trip that we had for Walt Disney World at Christmas time this year to head back to Alani and back to Hawaii. So we are going to be spending the week leading into Christmas at Alani, and we cannot wait to go back and experience some of the things that we missed uh, and re-experience some new things now that we kind of know the ropes at Alani. So anyway, really excited to head back there. With that, we do have another five-star review that I'd love to read on air this week. And this one is coming from Han Solo is my hero who writes great podcast. The DCL duo is one of my go-to podcasts for all things Disney Cruise Line. There are always fun and interesting topics and guests. Brian and Sam are a joy to listen to, and they have extensive knowledge and tips to help you plan your next Disney cruise. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Han Solo is my hero. I think Han Solo is my hero too. One of my favorite Disney Cruise Line t-shirts is Cruising Solo with Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon on it. So thank you for the feedback. We really appreciate it. It really does 
does help keep us going. With that, I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts. If you want to hear your reviews right on the air, leave us a five-star written review. We'd love to read it on the air. We love getting feedback from our listeners. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. Or you can head over to the DCL Duo YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dclduo for even more great content. You can also support our show by heading over to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next Disney vacation. Just let them know that the DCL Duo sent you. Or you can browse over to patreon.com slash dclduo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons, so thank you for supporting our show. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney Cruise or Disney Vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Oh,